As a lawn care provider, do you want to make a year-round income? Are you worried at the end of the lawn care season because you don't know how you're going to make it through the winter? Then you need to check out the 12-month contract from the Mowing in the Dark podcast. This is the same contract that Aaron uses to grow his lawn care business. This 100% editable 12-month contract template is available for only $5.99. The contract has rock-solid terms and conditions, so you are protected from all kinds of liability in lawn maintenance and snow removal. Get your 12-month contract at mowinginthedarkpodcast.com today. I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to another Faith Friday episode here on the Mowing in the Dark and Mowing in the Light podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Guys, <laughs> I have to chuckle a little bit at the uh, the little ad that I made for the new 12-month contract. Now, I'm not I I I have to add that commercial in on every episode. The reason being is I got to try to make some money with this podcast. Now, I I get it. Today's episode, the Faith Friday episodes, are faith-based. And I really debated long and hard about whether to add that ad in or not. But I decided to go ahead and do it. Uh, And I got to chuckle because you guys may know it or you may not. But the voice that you hear in the ad is my voice. I just scaled it. I just lowered the pitch and (laughs) I played this ad for my family and they just got a kick out of it because if you think back to the the um oh the Kevin McAllister you know the the Home Alone movies the second one in particular where he's got that recorder and he's he's recording people and he lowers it oh man it sounds exactly like it and so my son has been going around the 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 house and he's been he's been saying a line from the movie and the movie is credit card you got it and so it sounds just like it it's really hilarious so uh but you know I'm getting annoyed with it too cuz he says it like every other sentence but it's funny so Anyway, check out the 12-month contract if you want to. Uh, It is available at mowinginthedarkpodcast.com. All right, guys, we are going to jump right into the last part of Romans here. We're going to finish up Romans today. Uh, If I had an applause button, I would hit it. We have been in Romans for a quite a long time, and it's time to finish it up. And so the last bit of Romans from chapter 15 verse 23 all the way through chapter 16 is basically Paul just wrapping up saying his goodbyes or hellos or whatever to um, the people that he's writing to. Uh, Today I don't believe I'm going to go through all the names that Paul lists here. He lists a lot of names and uh, I would probably just flub all that stuff up anyway. So we're probably going to skip that part. We might hit a few highlights in there, but I am going to read from 
Romans 15, verse 23, all the way through uh, the end of 15, and then we're going to start into 16. We're going to skip verses 3 through 16, and then we're going to jump back in to uh, verse 17 there through the end of 16, okay? I understand everything in the value in the Bible has value and it has importance, but for what we're doing here on this podcast, I think we are okay to skip the greetings, the personal greetings that Paul gives. Um, if you want to take your time and go back through and read chapter, Romans chapter 16 again, and you can see all those personal greetings. But again, I'm not going to go through those here on the podcast. Okay, so if that offends you or whatever, grab your Bible and and just read through it. It's very quick. It's it's like, you know, I don't know. It's like 14 verses, 13 verses, something like that. So it's a short read on the names and the greetings. Okay. But I I debated on whether to do those as well, but I think we're going to skip those today. All right, guys, so if you have your Bible, if you're at home, you're not out working, grab your Bible, turn with me to Romans chapter 15, verse 23. We're going to start there. Um, Guys, again, I say this with every podcast, I am not a Bible scholar. I didn't go to Bible school, so uh, I just love the Word of God. And I love sharing it with people. And I try to bring out what I can bring out in the scripture, okay? So if, if I say something wrong, or if there's something that I say that's debatable, I would love it if you would call me out on it. Uh, you can message me on Facebook at Aaron Sutter. You can message me on Instagram at Lansing Lawn Service. Or you can send me an email at lansinglawnservice at gmail.com. I would love for you to point out what you think I got wrong, and that would be a really big blessing to me. All right, so let's jump into the scripture here. Romans chapter 15, verse 23. But now that there is no more place for me to work in these regions, and since I have been longing for many years to see you, I plan to do so when I go to Spain. I hope to visit you while passing through and to have you assist me on my journey there. After I have enjoyed your company for a while, I'm sorry, let me read that again. Uh, After I have enjoyed my company for a while, your company for a while. Now, however, I am on my way to Jerusalem in the service of the saints there. For Macedonia and Achaia, We're pleased to make a contribution for the poor among the saints in Jerusalem. They were pleased to do it, and indeed they owe it to them. For if the Gentiles have have shared in the Jews' spiritual blessings, they owe it to the Jews to share with them their material blessings. So after I have completed this task and have made sure that they have received this fruit, I will go to Spain and visit you on the way. I know that when I come to you, I will come in the full measure of the blessing of Christ. I urge you, brothers, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit, to join me in my struggle for praying to God for me. 
pray that I may be rescued from the unbelievers in Judea, and that my service in Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints there, so that by God's will I may come to you with joy and together with you be refreshed. The God of peace be with you all. Amen. All right, now we're going to read go into chapter 16 here. I'm just going to read the first couple of verses here. I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a servant of the church in Caesarea. I ask you to receive her in the Lord in a way worthy of the saints and to give her any help she may need from you, for she has been a great help to many people, including me. All right, and then this is where we go into all the names, and I think I'm going to skip those here. Let's go to verse 17 of chapter 16. I urge you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teaching you have learned. Keep away from them, for such people are not serving our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. By smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the minds of naive people. Everyone has heard about your obedience, so I am full of joy over you. But I want you to be wise about what is good and innocent about what is evil. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. Timothy, my fellow worker, sends his greetings to you as do Lucius, Jason, and Sosipar, I I can't say that name, my relatives. I, Tetarius, who wrote down this letter, greet you in the Lord. Gaius, whose hospitality I and the whole church here enjoy, sends you his greetings. Erastus, who is is the city's director of public works, and our brother, Quarterus, send you their greetings. Now to him who is able to establish you by my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery hidden for long ages past, but now revealed and made known through the prophetic writings by the command of the eternal God, so that all nations might believe and obey him. To the only wise God be glory forever through Jesus Christ. Amen. And that ends... Romans. All right. So the reason we started in Romans or in Romans 15 verse 23 is because that's how far we got, I believe, last week. Maybe we didn't even get maybe we should have gone back a little farther. Um No, I think I think we went that far. I hope so. Uh, if not, I will go back and cover it. I'll have to listen back to the the last podcast to make sure that we actually went to verse 20, uh, 22. I hope so. Uh, well, I mean, it doesn't really matter. But all right, guys, let's go back to 15, verse 23. But now that there is no more place for me to work in these regions... And since I have been longing for many years to see you, I plan to do so when I go to Spain. I hope to visit you while passing through and and to have you assist me on my journey there after I have enjoyed your company for a while. 
So this sounds like Paul is, well, we, we already know by reading this that Paul is planning a journey to Jerusalem. He's got some money that he's got to deliver, a gift um, from the churches at Macedonia and Achaia. And I guess just to sum up this, this portion, because it, it doesn't have to be done verse by verse here, is that he, um, he wants to deliver that gift by hand himself to the church in Jerusalem. Now, this is kind of dangerous for him because there are people that want to kill Paul. Uh, mostly, it's the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They want to kill him because he was part of them, and now he's not. He's changed. He was persecuting the church, and now he is kind of leading the church. And so the the Pharisees definitely have an eye on Paul, and they want him gone. And so this is a dangerous trip for Paul, but he wants to deliver this money to the church in Jerusalem. Uh, let's see, verse 25. Now, however, I am on my way to Jerusalem, like we just said, in the service of the saints there. For Macedonia and Achaia were pleased to make a contribution for the poor among the saints in Jerusalem. So this money is for the poor in the church of Jerusalem. Verse 27, they were pleased to do it, and indeed they owed it to them. For if the Gentiles have shared in the in the Jews' spiritual blessings, they owe it to the Jews to share with them their material blessings. So Paul here kind of harkens back to earlier in Romans, in, I'm sorry, in Romans, where he talks about um, that the Gentiles are sharing in the the Jews' blessings of salvation. All right, we as Gentiles get the blessing that the that was accredited to the Jews. And so um, we're grafted in, as Paul says. And so he says here that the church in Macedonia and Achaia owe it to the Jews in Jerusalem because they are, they are able to join in with their spiritual blessings. Verse 28, So after I have completed this task and have made sure that they have received this fruit, I will go to Spain and visit you on the way. So obviously Paul is planning a trip to Spain and he's going to visit Rome on his way, which is pretty cool. Verse 30, I urge you brothers by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the spirit, the Holy Spirit, to join me in my struggle by praying to God for me. Uh, Paul has a lot of difficulties. Um, the Bible says that Paul has a thorn in the flesh. We don't know what that is. But uh, it's probably something physical. And then on top of that, he has people, a lot of people, that want to kill him. And so he's asking the Roman church to pray for him because this is a stressful time, especially going into Rome. Verse 31, pray that I may be rescued from the unbelievers in Judea and that my service in Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints there. So he is very much concerned about going through Judea because there are unbelievers there that sounds like they want to hurt him or kill him. Uh, this could be, he could be talking about um, Pharisees here, unbelievers. That, that's who he could be talking about. Verse 32, so that my God will, I make so that by God's will, I may come to you 
with joy and together with you be refreshed. Verse 33, the God of peace be with you all. Amen. All right. And that's kind of where Paul ends the letter. However, he, he, he does, he's doing kind of what I do with this podcast. He wraps it up and then he continues talking and then he wraps it up again. So now we're moving on to chapter 16. I commend you to all our to our sister Phoebe, a servant of the church in Caesarea. I ask you to receive her in the Lord. So it sounds like she is coming to the church in Rome. I ask you to receive her in the Lord in a way worthy of the saints and to give her any help she may need from you. For she has been a great help to many people, including me. So this woman, Phoebe, has been a great help to Paul in his ministry. Doesn't say that she was ministering. It says that she was a great help to her or to him and to the church. All right. And then we have verse three through 17 or 16, all these people that he's saying hi to pretty much. All right. So, um, the only one really that I need to note is that, uh, he says, greet Andron Andronicus and Junius, my relatives who have been in prison with me. Okay. So Paul must have been in prison. They are outstanding among the apostles and they were in Christ before I was. So they were Christians before Paul was. All right. So let's, I want to go all the way back to the introduction and see um, if Paul is actually in prison at this time, because I don't remember. Uh, let's see. Let's see. No, he was on his missionary journey, so he's not in prison at this time. But he is on a missionary journey, and he's worried that if he goes to Jerusalem, he's going to be in prison again. And so his relatives have been in prison with him, because Paul was imprisoned a lot. So um, that was the only one really of note in the list um, that really was compelling to me. So let's move on to verse 17. I urge you, brothers to watch out for those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teachings you have learned. Keep away from them. All right, so Paul is giving a warning to the church in Rome, and he's giving a warning to us. Because I can. these people, were, I'm sure, were all over then, and they are all over now, for sure. I would consider, um, I would even consider Joel Osteen one of these people. I know that might offend some people, but usually the people that listen to Joel Osteen aren't going to listen to a podcast like this. All right, so verse 17 again, I urge you brothers to watch out for those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teachings you have learned. Keep away from them. Now, this isn't necessarily, I guess I, that verse it doesn't pertain to Joel Osteen. He's not necessarily putting um, obstacles in people's way. He's just not giving the full gospel. And so I, I, I get, I that that was wrong on my part to say that. Um, but there are people in our churches that are trying to create divisions. And we have people outside the church who are trying to influence the church. Um, 
and create divisions on the, along the lines of abortion or gay marriage or what what have you. All right, so it, it's definitely, um, there are definitely people in our churches today that are trying to create divisions. All right, verse 18, for such people are not serving our Lord Christ, but their own appetites by su- smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the minds of naive people. Now, this would pertain, I believe, to Joel Osteen um, and other pastors in in our churches today in America and around the world, really. Um, smooth-talking people, men that that really can, they're, they're gifted speakers. They are wonderful speakers, but they don't preach the full gospel. They don't talk about sin. They talk about a self-help gospel where it's health, wealth, prosperity. And, and if you're not well and healthy and prospering, you're not in God's will. And that's just wrong. That is absolutely wrong. And so I see those pastors in this. And so we need to be careful of them. We need to watch out we need to make sure that we are not get calling to ourselves people who tickle our ears, who say everything we want to hear and nothing that we don't. All right. We, we have to make sure that our teachers and preachers are actually preaching the word of God and giving us that meat that we need to grow. Okay. Verse 19. Everyone has heard about your obedience. This is the church in Rome. So I am full of joy over you, but I want you to be wise about what is good and innocent about what is evil. So he wants, he doesn't want them to be um, oblivious. He wants them to be wise about what is good. And, and he wants to be, wants them to be innocent in terms of evil. He doesn't want them to be to have any evil in their lives. And so this is, this is another call, another warning to watch out to be that they, the church in Rome is obedient right now, but Paul knows that that can change quickly with, with these type of teachers and preachers. So they have to watch out. There's a lot of them out there. All right. Verse 20, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord, Lord Jesus, be with you. All right. So Paul makes a bold statement here, and it's true because the coming of Christ is coming. Uh, that God, that the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. And I think that is that's an awesome verse to remember. That what no matter what happens, no matter if we're in prison. No matter if we're, we're sick, if we're poor, no matter any of those things, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, God will crush Satan under your feet. Verse 21, Timothy, my fellow worker, sends his greetings to you, as do Lucius, Jason, and Sisyphus. So, Sipater, 
I don't know how to pronounce that. I said that earlier. My relatives. All right. So those are some of Paul's relatives. Verse 20, 22. I, Titerius, who wrote down this letter, greet you in the Lord. So Tertarius, something like that, um, actually wrote down the, the book of Romans. So Paul spoke it out, and this guy wrote it down for Paul. Um, so some might think that, that I've heard it said that um, Paul's thorn in the flesh might have been deteriorating eyesight from the bright light on the Emmaus road or the Damascus road rather. And so that might be why he's having uh, this guy write the letter down. I don't know. I, I really don't know, but that, that certainly could be. We just don't know. Verse 22, Gaius, um, whose hospitality I and the whole church here enjoy sends you his greetings. Erastus, who is the city's director of public works, and our brother, Quarterus, send you their greetings. So even some of the city officials have come to Christ, which is really awesome. It's really awesome to hear. Verse 25, Now to him who is able to establish you by my gospel. Now, I found it interesting that Paul says, my gospel. I just found that interesting. Now to him who is able to establish you by my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery hidden for long, for long ages past. All right. So like I said, I found that interesting that Paul says my gospel, but again, I mean, he's the one that is bringing it to light. And so I guess we, we can call it that. Um, and then the proclamation of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery hidden for long ages past. I, I think what Paul is talking about there is the fulfillment of prophecies. Um, so that could be, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a Bible scholar, okay? Uh, I can even look in my, uh, my commentary here. Verse 25. The epistle closes with a doxology. It is addressed to the to the God who is able to make his people stand firm in accordance with the gospel which Paul preached and which he calls my gospel. There is only one way of salvation, of course, but it was entrusted to him as the apostle to the Gentiles, whereas Peter, for example, preached it to the Jews. It is the public uh, heralding of the message about Jesus Christ concerning the revelation of a marvelous truth kept secret since the world began. All right, so that's kind of what I thought. Uh, but it, it said it a little bit better than I could. So verse 26, But now revealed and made known through the prophetic writings by the command of the eternal God. So yes, by the prophetic writings, the prophecies, um, and those prophecies were then referred fulfilled in Jesus Christ, so that all nations might believe and obey him. Verse 27, to the only wise God be glory forever through Jesus Christ. Amen. So um, let me go back here. Uh, um, 
and by the command of the eternal God, so that all nations might believe and obey him. So this is part of that doxology that the 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 commentary was talking about, is that it is the goal of this letter that all nations might believe and obey in Jesus Christ. That is a really good note to end Romans on. Uh, yes, this has been a little bit shorter of a podcast because there, there wasn't a ton of meat inside this these last couple of verses here. But um, guys, this has been a really fun, really challenging trip through Romans. This has been a challenging thing for me to do. Uh, this is only the second book that I've tackled. Uh, with the Faith Friday series. The first one was Philippians, and that only has four chapters. So this was a major undertaking for me, as this is 16 chapters, and we spent uh, we spent 18 weeks, I believe, in Romans. So 18 Fridays in Romans. And uh, guys, I am just so glad if you stuck with me through the entire series or if you've gone back and listened to the entire series on Romans I really thank you I hope it was edifying to you I hope that you learned a lot I hope that maybe I brought some things out that you didn't see um, maybe it was challenging for you I hope that you at least listen through every episode to hear the word of God so that you listen through the entire book of Romans. I really, it is my prayer that this podcast episode every Friday helps you guys to get the word of God. The, the whole goal, the whole reason I started the Faith Friday episodes was to get God's word into people's ears because there's such a, a lack of biblical knowledge today in the church. And, and it's just not taught um, in this way anymore in many churches. Many churches don't go verse by verse. They don't have Sunday school anymore. They just have the, the preacher up there preaching. And a lot of times the churches that don't have Sunday school are a lot of times, though, just the self-help kind of gospel, what what we would call moral therapeutic deism, where it's just it's good good thoughts from the Bible, and you're you know hopefully it makes you like Christ, but really it's just stuff that you could get in a self-help book, in a seven steps book, and so uh, we want to go deeper than that. We need to go deeper than that. And so that that's that's what we did here in Romans. That is the reason that I don't listen to uh, worship music anymore, because worship music doesn't go deep. It doesn't have the depth that we need as Christ followers to grow. And so that's why I've started to listen to a lot of hymns. Now, if I can find hymns that are redone, they still have all the words of the hymn, but they're just more updated music. I like those. I think they're great. And I'm not I'm not discour- trying to discourage you from listening to worship music. If you like it, if that's where you're at right now, 
go ahead, listen to it. Be encouraged by that. Worship with that music. But there has to come a point when we get out of our feelings and get into, into, um, into uh, what do we call it? Cerebral? Cerebral worship, where it's not just feelings-based worship, but it is, it is processing in our mind worship. And that's what the hymns do for me. Uh, I am so far, I don't want to say past, but over. I'm so far over. That doesn't sound good either, but I, I just, I don't have a need for the worship songs anymore. I don't, they don't go deep enough. They don't hit the, the truths, the deep truths of the word of God, of the gospel. And so they're, they're simple. They're easy to sing for sure, but they don't go deep. And so that's why this study through Romans was so good is because we got to go a little deeper. Now I can't go super deep. All right. I I admit that I'm not ashamed of that. I'm learning more and more every day as I dig through God's word. And I hope you are too. And I hope that this whole study was impactful for you and gave you a little bit more passion for the word of God. So now, now that we are done with Romans, I have been, I've talked to you about this before, and I believe that we are going to jump into 1 John. So 1 John is also, I believe, a letter. Uh, Let me see here. We'll go over the introduction and things like that in 1 John, because the first chapter of 1 John is only nine or 10 verses long. And so that's going to be a pretty quick episode. So we're going to go over like some of the, some of the, the stuff that we need to know to get a context of when John was written and who it was written to and things like that. So Guys, with all of that being said, I hope that you come back next week when we jump into 1 John. I'm excited. I'm excited to get out of the book of Romans uh, because while you guys just hear it once a week, I read the chapter that we're going to do at least three times before I come on here and do the podcast episode. And so sometimes I read that chapter in Romans once a day leading up to doing the podcast. And so it, it's, it's been tiring for me. So it's going to be a nice change of pace. I've already read through 1 John, the entire book of 1 John, twice. And I plan to go through it again as we go through it. So it'll be four times by the time the podcast is all recorded. So I, I'm just telling you this because I want you to know the amount of work that I have to put in for these episodes. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun for me, and it's 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 helping me to get into the Word, and I hope it's helping you to get into the Word as well. All right, with that being said, I thank you for listening. I thank you coming for coming back for another, another episode, and I will see you in the next Faith Friday episode.